Welcome to Agronomy for Farmer Success, a podcast brought to you by Osmus Farm Supply. When you protect your corn and soy crops with Miravis Neal Fungicide, you'll start seeing a lot more than just cleaner and greener fields. You'll get longer lasting disease control, better plant health benefits, less plant stress, higher potential yield, and increased ROI potential. Ask your Syngenta retailer about Miravis Neo and start seeing more green in your fields, on your yield monitor, and in your wallet. Today we have Tyler Harp joining us remotely for our podcast today. And Tyler is with Syngenta. Can you give us a little background about your position and what you do within the company? Um, I'll actually be uh, ha- having my 25th anniversary this summer with Syngenta. So been with the company quite a while. Nearly all that time I've been working on fungicides. I had a um, part of that in uh, R&D and, and some of that in the commercial part of the organization. I'm currently housed in our product marketing team, which is headquartered in Greensboro, North Carolina, as a technical product lead for the row crop fungicides. All right, Tyler. So with your wealth of knowledge, you're going to talk to us today about why you really feel we should use a fungicide and what benefits it has? Well, the fungicides today are a lot different than they were in the past. This is not your father's or your grandfather's fungicide. Uh, the fungicides today contain really innovative uh, chemistry that um, contributes a lot more significantly to preservation of yield potential than products in the past. So if you're serious about preserving the genetic potential that your crops were actually designed to deliver, then a plant health fungicide is the best tool available on the market today to preserve yield and to preserve the investment that you've made in your crop. Tyler, when you talk about a plant health fungicide, what exactly does that mean? So there's certain classes of chemistry that are in the fungicide world, such as the respiration inhibitors that have been known to benefit plants beyond just disease control. And there's quite a bit of evidence of that. Um, and they've been around for the older uh, respiration inhibitors like the QOI chemistry, the strobalin chemistry has been around for about 20 years. So we've had experience with this type of chemistry. The more recent chemistry that I'm referring to are respiration inhibitors in the carboxamide class of chemistry with an SDHI mode of action. These are the, are the, are the fungicides that are really potent in this plant health space. And what we mean by plant health is, well, of course, plant health includes disease control. So it's not only management of, of biotic stress, which occurs in the presence of diseases, but also abiotic stress, such as drought or heat, you know, just certain environmental conditions that cause stress on the plant. Our data clearly shows that an application of a plant health fungicide can preserve yield potential in the presence of both biotic or abiotic stress. When we have dry conditions or we have a lot of stress in the field, when those fields have been applied with a plant health fungicide, they get significantly more yield preservation than if they were applied with just a regular fungicide or had no treatment at all. And as we get into the season here, you talked about the timing and when is it best to apply these newer fungicides, these plant health fungicides? What timing should farmers be looking at? So there's actually different benefits that can be obtained from the different timings. To get the most benefit, especially out of these plant health fungicides, you know, it's really important to preserve yield during the more critical stages of growth of the plant when it transitions from vegetative to reproductive. You know, we typically will recommend a, a plant health fungicide application, sort of that late vegetative 
stage, say V10 to V12, all the way through to say R1 or R2. That seems to be the spot where we get the biggest return on investment. However, there are conditions in other parts of the country where sometimes an early vegetative application can be beneficial and, and provide yield, yield potential. Uh, and sometimes uh, maybe a second application might be needed, you know, in that late sort of R2, R3 time period. If, for example, if there's a lot of tar spot in your field or, or other issues. So it does kind of depend, but for the most part, the best timing to get the highest return on your investment does appear to be that late vegetative into early reproductive timing for corn and, and probably R3, R2 to R3 for soybean. For the area that Osmus Farm Supply serves, we have areas that are wet. We have pockets that got lots of rain. We have pockets that are very dry. Obviously, in wet conditions, the fungicide's kind of a no-brainer. Wet conditions, disease. What are the benefits of applying a fungicide when it's dry? You're correct in that most folks associate the, the, the biggest value of, of a fungicide is when conditions are wet and therefore you have high disease pressure. So if you're looking at managing diseases, then, you know, wetness does contribute to the epidemiology. Typically, the diseases are more active. Uh, they're, they're more widespread when, they're, when the conditions are wet. However, with the plant health fungicides, what our data clearly shows is that even in dry years, you know, if you go back the last five years, so the wet, the driest year in the last five years was 2020. If you compare it against the 100-year average rainfall in the month of June through August, 2020 was the driest year and 2021 actually was the wettest year. Again, comparing it to the 100-year average of rainfall in that June through August time frame, okay? And we know that, for example, a disease like tar spot was really heavy in 2021 when it was wet, but there was very little tar spot, very little disease at all in the Corn Belt in 2020. Because we are always testing our products and we do a lot of, of uh, on-farm demonstrations and we do a lot of field trials, we're always looking at data from the field, we actually show that in 2020, we had over 100 locations looking at a plant health fungicide like Maravisnia or Trivipro, and we still averaged around 15 bushels per acre of yield potential across those locations. Now in 2021, where we had more disease, the average was closer to 17 to 18 bushels. But nonetheless, we, we always see a trend, no matter if it's dry, no matter if it's wet, that over 80% of the applications under these conditions will provide a profitable return on investment. And about a third of those are 20 bushels or more. So the odds are significantly in your favor. If, if you're a grower and you're growing corn or soybeans, the odds are significant in your favor to be able to preserve yield in a profitable way by using a plant health fungicide. Not only 80% that you'll get a profitable application, but among that, about a third to a half of those are 20 bushels or more. You know, if you get a 30 bushel uh, yield preservation from a, from a plant health fungicide application, you profit enough to apply fungicides for the whole period of time and say three to five years. I mean, one of the things that we're looking at is, you know, is this, is this because of this new chemistry and because how important and how, and how potent these products are to preserve yield potential, should it be a situational decision or should it be a decision that's made as part of your agronomic practice to preserve the investment, preserve the yield that you've actually spent all this money to invest in? We have an old saying that says, you know, if you're either in the business of saving money or you're in the business of making money. And for those that are in the business of making money, you know, certain investments make sense that will actually allow them to increase their yield on their field and therefore increase their profit. 
we've got data that shows in a, in a three to five year period on a given farm, if a decision is just made to preserve yield using a plant health fungicide, not not a situational, not seeing what the weather's doing, not trying to see where the disease is, but just making that application. That again, four out of five years, it was profitable with one or two of those years being highly profitable. So if you look at it from a three to five year period of time, the use of these plant health fungicides is very profitable. And again, it's the best tool out there for preservation of yield potential, particularly during that critical stage where the, where the transition from, from vegetative to reproductive. You know, the plant can, is prone to a lot of stress during that period of time. And so there's a lot of things, not only disease, but, but uh, abiotic stresses like weather, uh, you know, heat, um, drought, those kinds of things can really impact your yield potential. And so we see the preservation of that yield potential is, is so promising and, and the odds are so much in your favor that you're going to get a positive return on it. We're, we're starting to realize that it makes sense not to make it a situational decision, but to actually incorporate it as part of your agronomic practice, and you'll be profitable in the in the mid to long term by doing so. That was a great response. That was a lot of information, you know, talking about what our farmers want to hear. Your return on investment is is what it's all about. You mentioned briefly previously the word, the the COVID of corn, the the tar spot. So what our agronomists are seeing is that when corn is under stress, when it has a pre-existing condition, it is getting hit with tar spot a little bit worse. So kind of like COVID, everybody was saying, you know, like if you have a pre-existing condition, you're going to get it worse. So if your corn has a pre-existing condition, it, it's more susceptible to tar spot. You know, the information you've provided has showed all the benefits of fungicides, you know, keeping that plant healthy. How are the fungicide products going to benefit and the timing in which they're applied to help with tar spot? Well, first of all, I think um, the, the agronomists are correct about their observations. Tar spot does seem to hit harder when there's a little bit of, of stress involved. And actually, when we compare the performance of a plant health fungicide against tar spot compared to another fungicide, both may provide similar levels of tar spot suppression, but the, but the Maravis Neo, the plant health fungicides always out yield them. And I think that's a that's a factor of the plant health piece kind of kicking in to allow those plants not only managing this disease, but managing the stress that's making the disease a little bit worse in those crops. So when you look at the data, if you focus on the yield data, we show we always show that we're in that top tier performance of, of yield preservation. And we typically average five, five to six bushels more uh, than the competitor products, even though the disease assessments may be similar. So I think that's one thing to take into consideration. We tell folks not to get too uh, focused on, don't get tar spot tunnel vision because there's a lot more value that these products bring. There's a lot more things in your field that we, you know, we need to manage and worry about it. If you just try to focus and you try to time everything and you make it all situational based on tar spot, you're very likely to leave value on the table because it's really hard to get the timing perfect. It's really hard to get, you know, all of these things lined up. But if you use a premium plant health fungicide, you get a few benefits. Number one, because these products tend to be more persistent, they have a very strong biokinetic profile. And what I mean by biokinetics is just what does the fungicide do when it hits the leaf? Does it soak into the leaf? Uh, is it very water soluble and goes into the xylem where it's very systemic? Or does it is it lipophilic? Does it bind to the wax layers where it stays stable and active for longer periods of time? Or does it do neither of those things and essentially fall off? And I mean, if you don't get the timing perfect with those kind of products, then you're going to get inconsistent results. And that's exactly what we see in the trial data. So when it comes to consistency, when it comes to getting the, to maximizing 
your yield potential um, and, and the genetic potential of that crop under the presence of abiotic or biotic stresses. And if you have tar spot on top of that, we always see the best performance with a plant health fungicide. Tyler, I think you hit everything that our farmers want to hear. You know, you talked about trial data. You have the data there. You talked about plant health. That's exactly what we need to optimize our yields. So for any grower out there that's listening today and, you know, we're getting close to that timing. We're looking at, you know, the weeks of July 17th and July 24th as probably in this general area, depending on planting time, the optimum time to spray fungicide. So if you have questions, contact your Osmus Farm Supply Agronomist and they will help you out making sure that you get one of these plant health fungicides to keep your investment where it needs to be and your plants healthy so that you can see those benefits when you're rolling through the fields with the combines this fall. Uh, I'd like to thank Tyler for joining us today. Thank you very much. The pleasure was mine. Thank you for listening to Agronomy for Farmer Success. If you'd like any additional information, please contact your trusted Osmus Farm Supply agronomist. Please make sure to subscribe to Agronomy for Farmer Success on your podcast player of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and more to be notified when new episodes become available.